Welcome back to the running sprint. Um, this week we are joined by sprint specialist Yannick Michels. Yannick, welcome back to another episode. Hi guys. And uh, we're going to kick this off. So Yannick, just a little bit on the format. So these are just kind of some quick fire questions. Get to know a bit about you, your mentality, your kind of views on the sport. You know, you can you can be as controversial as you like. And uh, <laughs> yeah, no no wrong answers. And uh, we'll, we'll kick off. They're pretty random. So we'll just kick off with one that we've not actually had before. You're racing in the forest. Is it Lycra or is it Baggy Pants? Uh... I, I, See, they're tough. They're tough. <laughs> I like to run in uh, white pants. White Ooh. pants? Oh no! A good my favorite, choice. The, my favorite Tume outfit is white. <laughs> yeah, a con- that is a controversial choice. The white trousers, but I am adamant it is a good one. Catherine, you're not a fan. No, I do not think it's a good look. When I was at Sheffield University, you could have some option of some white O bottoms for that. I was, I never. Like joined I, in with I that. I wore those with pride. I can imagine you did, Will. You were like right in there. Ah, <laughs> oh, but uh, is is that just a, a focal part of Tume's relay kit, Yannick? Ah, uh, they actually we are called the, the the black boys, so we should wear the the black uniform. But I, I always like to race in this white one. It's uh, I I really like white, so. Um, I'm running in white pants. <laughs> Keeps you nice and cool on a hot day. True, true. And uh, with some nice colourful underwear, it's, it's looking really good. <laughs> Not great for sneaking away on the night leg of a relay, though. No, that's true. Especially yeah. if it's colourful. Um, uh, okay. You run for a Finnish club, as you've just, um, as you've just mentioned, and... Uh, We've just had the what would have been tier, uh, the Eucala weekend, and what is it for you? Is it is it Tiamila or is it Eucala? Eucala, yeah. The atmosphere in Eucala is, is 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 so big, and it's such a big event. And I I, I do like the Eucala also. It's more in summertime, so yeah, Eucala is uh, is my preference. And uh, I think we know the answer to this one probably as well. But on the um, on the relay, which leg is it? First. Always in a on on an international relay as well. Would it always be first? Actually, I've done one walk relay, or actually done two walk relays, and both were them in last leg. Yeah, Switzerland, mm-hmm. where we did really well with the Belgium still the team. There was running the last leg, and then in it in Italy I did the first leg, and in in Scotland also I did the first leg. Do you like to? watch afterwards do you pay a lot of attention or do you try and um you know go back and get some recovery and straight away uh if i'm competing later on i like to recover as soon as possible but uh if there is no races coming anymore i do like to watch what's uh, what's going on and what's happening and in that post race uh you know you maybe you've just finished walk or maybe you've got a race to go i don't know but what's your what's your kind of beverage of choice to round out the walk week to, uh, to celebrate have you got a protein shake or are you going for something a bit stronger a Belgian beer nice yeah Ooh, good choice what, what, what's your uh, what's your beer of choice a Duval or a Lef no that's a bit too strong for me I just like uh, like a, a normal normal how do you say pint pint yeah yeah, yeah pint yeah so just uh, and, uh, Duval has some really nice pints Vedette it's called so it's from uh, Duval Duval, the brand, is also making Vedette. 
and that's okay. uh, that's a really nice one. Yeah. So so Yannick in the field, in the arena afterwards with a with a pint of beer, just <laughs> relaxing. sunglasses on, relaxing. True. Yeah. Perfect end of the week. Um, what's your What's your favourite um, orienteering location for either for either training or racing? Anywhere think, in the world. Uh, coastal coastal towns. So oh, okay. Yeah, you know, in Italy they have some really really exciting maps. What yeah. about the coastal town makes it exciting? I think uh, if they have uh, some finish line at the coast and a dip in the sea afterwards, that's that's nice. <laughs> but surely some coastal towns are quite hilly. True, true, but uh, there are also flat ones. So. <laughs> okay, okay, I need to be more specific. I do like flat coastal towns. <laughs> Uh, see, I'm getting the sense it's all about the recovery, isn't it, and the enjoyment because it's the uh, the beer after the race, you know, the chilling in the arena, the flat coastal towns for a dip in the sea for an ice bath, you know. or it's the going on as in the previous episode, the going on the ferry to the final in in Venice. It's like the whole location. That's the thing I remember: the running, running, or orienteering on unique events. That's or your locations. That's uh, that's what I do it for. What would you say the most unique location you've been to is? I imagine some of the Chinese ones are pretty, uh, pretty yeah, out there. Yeah, China is, is, I think, is on top of that. Yeah, China has some mm. really, really. I've been running there on some really cool maps. I mean, they're a bit odd, some of them. Yes, <laughs> but some are really strange. Yes, but they are, but, they are pretty good. But the one where the World Cup was, and uh, I was in that area three times before, um, yeah, there are some really cool maps. It's a bit dodgy on some places, but uh, <laughs> it's still cool to run through them. Dodgy yeah. mapping or dodgy areas? Yeah, both. both. <laughs> <laughs> I'd say it was the dogs. Yeah. If I didn't do well, or if I don't do well, it's dodgy mapping, and if I do well, it's uh, dodgy areas. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, some of the training maps there, the the uh, the dogs are quite scary. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. they're a bit dodgy there. Um, well, actually, I was more scared of all the chicken there. I really don't like chicken, so <laughs> there were a few maps where there were suddenly running into a small fer- forest, and there were at least hundred hundred chickens. <laughs> So, really? Uh, yeah, yeah. I was. I'm, I really don't like uh, chicken. So. <laughs> okay. I know my tactics for what ne- next year. Then I'm just going to release a whole load of chickens onto the area yeah, then, before, then before qualification. Yeah. Then uh, you don't see me. <laughs> uh, maybe they're attracted to the white trousers. I don't know. Uh, it could this be. Is, yeah. Could be the thing. We'll never know. We'll have to test it out at the next races. Mm-hmm. Someone, someone can find some chickens. We'll get Joey on it, actually. We'll get Joey and Tim on it. Don't, don't tell Chris eh, that I hate chickens. Ah, <laughs> yeah. oh, no, lips are sealed. Don't worry. Don't worry. Um, it's a, a, a slightly more serious one. And, oh God, this feels incredibly boring now. Um, is it farm or base plate compass? Um, I have a thumb compass, left-handed. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, same here. See, I'm I'm left-handed as well, but there's a lot of people who say that if you're right-handed and do like right things and all of that with your right hand, then you should be using your right hand for your thumb compass. No, I, I'm no. I just right-handed, never, I just never have. but I have it on my left thumb. Do you have your SI or your EMIT in your right hand? Yes. Yeah. See, correct. 
Yeah, that's what I do as well. And sometimes if I move the housing on the compass, because I have one that does that, then I'm using that, I'm doing that with my right hand. So my right hand is dominant and I'm doing all the fiddly things with that hand. Yeah. Yeah, It's amazing the small differences though, because some people just have it all in their left hand, like SI, compass and map all together, or some split it over onto the right hand and things like that. So uh... Compass left, emit or SI right and map can be changed, let's say. <laughs> and uh, and which is it for you? Is it because there's a bit of controversy in Britain on this at the moment? Is it um is it emit or is it SI? Uh, we changed to SI last year in Belgium, so I prefer SI touch free. See, I prefer I prefer the emit. Um, no. Yeah, it's just you know it's you got to go against e- the trends somehow. Really like still punching or with uh, touch free. Oh, no, see, I like it when I still punch because I've got an old school limit with a screen. Um, so you can see, where, uh, I bought so I can one see. in Finland where there's a small light lightning so I don't need to put it all the way inside. I really... Yeah. But now I don't use... Only in Finland, Denmark sometimes they have it, but uh, yeah, we now have uh, SI in Belgium and that's a good choice. I think we're slowly switching over, but I still, yeah, I, I like it when I turn up to an emit race. I feel like I've got a small advantage. Yeah, maybe that's sl- slowly dwindling away, which is a bit sad. No advantage for Will anymore. Um, and then what, we're gonna we're gonna finish with one that is a a slight controversy amongst our British racers. And I don't even know if this is a thing that you guys do in Belgium, or maybe maybe you're a fan. And last week we introduced Catherine to quite a new concept on this, uh, <laughs> Yannick, mm-hmm. which I'm sure you've come across. So. Firstly, do you tape your laces or do you not? And then secondly, in a cross-country race, do you tape your shoes onto your foot? I tape Which Catherine, my laces Catherine had in, never heard of. I tape my laces in orienteering. Actually, I've done the same in, in, in cross-country also. Do you tape your laces on sprint orienteering as well as forest orienteering? Yes, yes. Yeah. Yes, okay. good, good. I think that's a good thing. Uh, some people swear by you know special knots really, that they have. I know if I wouldn't, I'm, I'm, I've done it or forgot it once or was like too lazy. Ah, in a training, yeah, I don't do it, and then hundred percent sure it's loosening up and you need to stop. And would you imagine running world champs? <laughs> <laughs> your lace is loose. <laughs> that would be, I would be so angry on myself. That would be so tragic if you had to stop or you tripped over or something or got. Tangled yeah. in something, yeah. That, and that was the, the, the difference between winning and not, yeah, ouch. Mm. Yeah. See, I never do it in cross country though, which is a bit weird. I think I probably always just assume the mud's going to cake the laces together and then I don't have to tape them. But maybe I should tape them. I think it's, it's good to do it. But do you, do you, so Catherine had never heard of the, um, the taping the shoe onto the foot with like big, um, well, we call it gaffer tape, but I guess like duct tape or something. Duct ta- no, no, no. <laughs> I've never seen someone doing this in Belgium. Uh, have you not? Okay, no. it's, a, it's a really big thing at like school cross country in Britain. Um, and people, like, you get the old person who does it at kind of senior okay, cross country. I know they are just running with their sneakers and if you... If they are running in the mud, it stucks in there. And no, it's no, it's full on spikes. It's spikes, okay. and they kind of put the tape over the spike and punch the spike through and things like that. And it's really weird. Okay, I saw some people with broken spikes who did it, but uh, really, yeah. <laughs> no, I think it, I think it's crazy as well, right? This why yeah. would you need to tape the foot, the shoe to your foot, like the the laces 
that's what they're there for like you do them up <laughs> tight enough like if the, if that if that uh, shoe is going to come off your foot then there's a problem with the shoe that you're the wearing laces. or the problem yeah, with no, your laces also, yeah. like for you having to add extra tape to stick it to your foot is just ridiculous i agree well also th- think about the so everyone like when you're racing and you're getting spikes or you're going orienteering now there's so many um there's like sprint specific shoes out there nowadays uh, for for orienteering um and those spikes are designed to be as light as possible then just adding like grams of tape to your foot to weigh yourself down well it's probably not that much but you know it's uh <laughs> it's maximum yeah. a few grams the mind not even i think yeah still counts yeah if you're going, yeah. going up a hill, I would you know, say start, start a diet and maybe that would uh, help more. <laughs> I'll, I'll bear that in mind, Yannick. Thanks very much. I'll, uh, I'll get onto the coach yeah. about that one. <laughs> I think you would save more with that than uh, with uh, not taping your uh, shoes. <laughs> yeah, 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 probably would. Uh, right, we'll we'll end it there. But Yannick, you know, thanks very much for coming on again, and uh, yeah, best of luck for the season, and hopefully we'll we'll see some you know some medals from you in the uh, the next couple of years. But yeah, thanks for coming on. Uh, you're welcome.